Hello, and welcome to another episode of Something for Your Mind. This is your host, Jackie Oliver, and I want to thank you for taking this journey with me as we talk about healing. In this episode, we will go through the healing process, what we can learn of ourselves, and we will explore how hard it is to begin, but it's needed. As we talk about healing, which is often a touchy subject with some, one thing that we must look at is accepting and acknowledging that we are hurt. I read a quote one time that said, I could not heal because I was not honest about the things that hurt me. I was having a conversation with someone and I began talking about a particular incident about how many people that I've lost during this COVID-19 epidemic And as I talk, I begin to acknowledge the toll that it had taken on me emotionally, mentally, and physically. We begin to look at what were some of the things that I was experiencing, how it came out through my emotions and my interactions And I didn't notice, but other people noticed that there was something different about me that was unusual. I didn't realize how much I hurt until I acknowledged that I was hurt, that I was experiencing pain, that I was experiencing loss, that I was grieving. I began to talk about some of the things while in lockdown that I was feeling that was not normal. Incidents that really made me cry because I was not able to grieve in a manner or with the community in a way that we normally grieve. And it took me back to some things that I experienced in life There was a correlation with some things that really had some deep scars with me. And I came to the conclusion that as strong as I may be, as strong as I carry myself, that the little girl in me was hurting. First, I had to acknowledge that I was hurting. Before I can begin to heal, I had to sit in my feelings for some time and I reached out to someone who told me that they would be available for me to talk to. And I said, you know, today I'm allowing myself to feel. I was sitting in my feelings because oftentimes when you're considered a strong woman or a strong man or a strong individual, period, To keep moving, you don't allow yourself to feel. 
It's not that you're portraying an image. You're thinking about all the things and the people that depend on you and you don't have time for vulnerability. You don't have time for weakness. You don't have time for a breakdown. I got to keep it going. I got to keep it moving. I got to keep it pumping. And all the while, you're doing a disservice to yourself. I began to look at what was it exactly that I was feeling. I reached out to my doctor and I scheduled a visit with her and we began to talk about, you know, my sleeplessness, my restlessness, my irritability, um, my inability to focus. And she said one thing, I'm going to prescribe something for you. And immediately my mind went to, no, 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 no. I don't want to take a pill. I'm not depressed because I wasn't depressed. I was feeling, I was so much into my feeling that I had to look at because everybody knows I'm very analytical. I'm a deep thinker. I process things because I don't want to make the same mistake twice. You know, I don't want to be in the same place next year, you know, so I, I, I'm very analytical. I begin to think, why was I feeling? What was I feeling? Why when this person died? What was the connection? What was I losing? And I begin to sit in my feelings. But in sitting in my feelings, it made me feel vulnerable. It, it was my moment of weakness. And in my moment of weakness, I had no one that I can go to. Because everybody came to me because I was always the strong person and I reached out to someone and they didn't have time. And I said, you know what? I'm going to allow myself to go through this moment and feel. I'm going to allow myself to be. And it was all part of becoming. Because in this moment of weakness, it took me back to the pain of my childhood the loss and the suffering of my childhood. And I had to sit in that feeling and process to begin to heal. I sat in that feeling and processed what it was I was feeling and why I was feeling it. And it, it brought up some old hurts and I allowed myself to just cry. I needed a hug. And there was no one that I can ask for a hug or that could give me a hug because we were in lockdown. We were in isolation. I needed to talk to someone. So I called my therapist. Called my primary care physician. And I realized at that moment, because I had been so strong, the strongest thing that I could have done and did do was to reach out for help. To say, hey, I'm hurting. I just lost four family members. I lost my bishop. I lost my first pastor of my childhood through 18. I lost two friends. And I had to allow myself to feel the hurt. And in feeling the hurt, I began to go back to that feeling from childhood. These, these pains from childhood, which is what gave me that hard shell on the outside, but everybody that knows me know I have a soft heart, very loving, caring, compassionate person. But when you see me out front, if you don't know me, you won't get to experience that because you're, you're, you'll walk away and say, she's, she's hard, she's, she's callous, she's mean. So I had to begin to process 
my pain, process my grief. And in processing it, it taught me a lot about myself. It taught me how strong I was, but it also taught me how much I was holding in. It also taught me how many people I've been shutting out as a protective measure. And I began to think back on why I allowed Ms. Jones in, why I allowed Ms. Muhammad in, why I allowed different ones in, because I felt safe. When you are safe or have a feeling of safety, you begin to let your guard down and open up to people. And oftentimes when we do that, there's that one in a million chance that because we're vulnerable and we've shared and disclosed some innermost secrets and things about ourselves that we get hurt again. But don't let that stop you from opening up. You live and you learn. I learned that it was time for me to heal because there was something that I had to offer to the world. There was something that I had to get over to move on. And then getting over it, I moved on to the greater work. I couldn't carry some of the baggage that I was carrying because of the pain, because of the disappointment, because of the rejection, because of the abandonment that hurt me. I couldn't carry any of that into where I'm going. It was time for me to heal. Your healing is gonna birth some things through you. Your healing is gonna propel you to a place that you needed to be, that the pain and the hurt, the disappointment, the rejection kept you from. Because when you begin to heal, it opens your heart to love again, to trust again, to connect again. And you find out that in life, you're gonna have moments of disappointment. It's how you handle those disappointments. You're gonna have times when you're rejected, but it's how you handle those rejected rejections. There's gonna be things that hurt you, whether you stump your toe, break a nail, or somebody say something that gets to the core of you. It's not about what happens to you. It's about how you respond to it. So in my time of processing the pain, I begin to look at, can I trust again? Can I love again? Yes, you can. I would often say, if I have no expectation of you, I can never be disappointed. But that's not true. We're gonna have expectations. How we deal when our expectations are not met is what we have to work on. In sharing with a dear friend, she and I talked for about four hours. And the first thing she said when I stopped talking, I didn't know you were hurting like that. You carry it so well. 
the weight we carry is because of the weight we carry. You can't be everything to everybody. We carry the weight of our families. We carry the weight of our jobs. And some of us, because we're in leadership, we carry the weight of the world. We have to learn how to let it go. In our conversation, I was able to let some things go. In my therapy sessions, I was able to let some things go. In my time of meditation and crying to God, I said, God, help me to let this go and not pick it back up because I want to heal. My healing will help my effectiveness in reaching the masses. My healing will help others understand you can be strong and vulnerable. You can be strong and sensitive. You can be strong and empathetic. I always had a visual of what a strong woman was. And as I began to talk with my therapist about my weakness and my vulnerabilities, I began to understand that it was in my moment of weakness and vulnerability that I was my strongest. Because it takes a strong person to be vulnerable with other people, to let somebody see their weaknesses. It takes a strong person to admit that, yeah, I got some baggage, I got some, I'm damaged. I would always say, when I would do something for somebody and they wouldn't say thank you, that they were inappreciative. But Bishop Jackie McCullough said to me through a sermon one time, don't worry about them if they can't say thank you. Don't worry about them if they don't show that they're appreciative. The reason they are that way is because they're damaged. So I had to begin to look at things totally different. It wasn't about me or nothing that I did or didn't do. It was about what was going on within them, the struggle that they had within themselves. And in that moment, I learned grace. In that moment, I understood the grace of God. In that moment, I understood that I have to extend grace. We as a people, have been resilient because we've made it through a lot of things. And because we made it through a lot of things, we have some scars. We have some wounds. And I think about the, the, the scripture that says, or speaks to being wounded in the company of your friends. Our greatest wounds come from 
our friends, those that are closest to us, those that we don't express expect to offend or to hurt us because you don't expect someone that understands you from a child to an adult to wound you because they know they've seen what you've gone through and what you've endured but you know what if and when it happens don't take it personal because they're damaged I realize my flaws my imperfections and I was able to deal with me and heal me because in my time of processing, I found that the enemy was the inner me. It was a painful discovery, but you know what? It was an enlightening one. One that I really sat back and I, I, I was scared, fearful of tapping into because we often don't want to look at ourselves. We project onto others our inadequacies, our insecurities. And I did a moment of self-reflection for almost a year prior to COVID. COVID just made it more intense because you were stuck in a house, quarantined. And I really had to process my feelings, what I was going through, what I was experiencing, on every level with myself. As I begin to the healing process, there were some things about me that changed. Some views of mine changed. How I looked at life, how I looked at people, how I looked at leadership, how I looked at the world began to change. How I looked at spirituality changed. How I looked at God and the essence and characteristics of God changed because there was no one there but he and I. When I cried and couldn't sleep, tossed and turned, I, I had to talk to him because no one really cared. And when they knew, they didn't reach out to say, hey, I'm praying for you. Hey, I'm sorry for your loss. When I begin to heal, the inner me, the weight begin to lift. Things begin to change. Life looks different. So what are you saying, Jackie Oliver? It's time to heal. No longer can we carry the baggage of our past, rejection, depression, abandonment, lack of love. It's time to release that weight and let it go. The world is waiting on the you that God created and purposed and predestined before you were born. It's time to heal. It's time to Look at the inward man. It's time to let it go. It's time to do self-reflection. 
as much as we want to point the finger outward, it's time to look at what do I contribute to this? What do I bring? What do I carry that contribute? And in that moment when I begin to look at that, it made me better, not bitter. In that moment when I decided that I wanted to heal, my relationships changed totally for the better. I began to love without limits. I realized the unconditional love of the Father that he had towards me, my imperfections, my sins, my flaws. And I learned that the greater love that he had for me, I have to have for others. In healing, you think about selfless acts. In healing, I became more Christ-like than ever before. In healing, my perspective of Christianity has changed. In healing, my perspective, perspective of humanity has changed. In healing, my outlook on life has changed. People want to change. They just don't want you to change them. So change what you can change. Work on what you can work on. And that's you. Do what you can do to heal you. And you will find everything that needs to be birthed out will come out. I started becoming when I started to heal. I started becoming the woman that God predestined me to be. I started walking in my purpose because the baggage was lifting. The load was getting lighter. And my mental was so free from letting go of some people, places, and things that I was able to see and focus on what God wanted me to see and walk in. When I began to let go of things that I carried and held on to from the past hurts, disappointment, rejection, molestation, when I began to let it go, I begin to become. When you hold on, you keep yourself prisoner. When you hold on, you weigh yourself down. When you heal, your thoughts become clearer. Your vision, your insight, foresight becomes sharper. Your spirit man becomes freer. And you are allowing yourself to be who you were created to be. This is something for your mind. 
thanking you for your time and reminding you it's time to heal. I'm going to leave you with this and I hope it blesses you as it did me. I didn't realize the extent of the pain until I began to talk it through. And that's when I had the aha moment that it was time for me to heal so that I can become. See you on the next episode of Something for Your Mind.